Are you a smoker? No, never. <laughs> I don't like smoking. I don't like the smell of smoking. So I hope everybody will be away from that. Well, that's easier said than done, isn't it? Uh, for Honestly, it is not easy uh, to take uh, the decision and uh, to, to know the pathway how to quit smoking. It is not easy. They need guidance. They need uh, support from their families, from their uh, friends, and from the society. Well, addiction to smoking or tobacco or nicotine, it's a serious problem for many people. And, you know, breaking the habit can take months, if not years. Uh, It takes a lot of willpower for some. You know, we have heard of people that have just gone, tomorrow I'm going to stop, and they've stopped. For others, they've stopped, they've started again. It's a a challenge, isn't it? Um, So let us know your thoughts about smoking and the impact of tobacco on your body, whether you're a smoker or not, because what I'm really interested today in is passive smoking and Mm -hmm. how it affects people. If you live with a smoker, if you're uh, socialising with smokers, uh, how much can that really impact you? So for you as uh, a doctor of cardiology, a non-invasive cardiologist let's start with how smoking can impact the heart your Mm. cardiovascular condition Uh, generally speaking smoking is one of the major problem it's actually international and global problem affecting all over the world and uh, to tell you the truth that is affect every single body in the body every single organ in the body sorry and to affect the heart, the brain, the blood vessels, kidneys, and even our skins and hair. So from the heart side, it the major cause of stroke. The smoker have two times risk of heart attack comparing with non-smoker, and three times risk of uh, heart disease comparing with non-smoker. While your subject that you are talking about in the past few minutes, the stroke, the uh, patient who, uh, the people who are smoking, they are liable to stroke four to five times compared with non-smoker, which is really high. And uh, other problems, the CA, the cancer, especially the lung, the bladder, the throats, the kidneys. And uh, they have risk uh, three times comparing with non-smokers. Now, when you say the kidneys, why, uh, how is that? Is it because you're talking about a cancer and that smoking or tobacco can be linked to cancer, so cancer in any part of the body? Uh, the research is sure that uh, smoking mainly related to the majority of lung cancer, throats, uh, kidneys, bladder, mainly these things. Some the, the research didn't show any evidence for uh, like breast cancer. There was no evidence that proved it is related to that, but uh, mainly to lung and the throat and the bladder. This is the main reason. And uh, yeah, and you can imagine respiratory issues, disease, uh, cancer, or links to things like uh, emphysema, bronchitis, yeah. those kind of things as well. Uh, honestly, people who are smoking. They are losing day by day uh, from their lung capacity. Every year, the lung capacity reduced by 10%. So the people, when reaching uh, 40s or 50s, if they are ongoing smoker, they will lose, lose more than, than 50% or 60% of their, their uh, lung capacity. And of course, they will suffer from chronic bronchitis and uh, 
respiratory failure. They may need long-term oxygen therapy at home, and they uh, re- reduce their uh, physical fitness, reduce their uh, lifestyle. So it really it will harm them and harm their families and uh, affect all their activities. So if it's so bad for us, as you've just outlined, and we've talked about this on the show before, uh, it's, I'm not so much talking at this moment about why people continue to smoke, because I understand I'm a, I was a smoker. Once you are a smoker, it can be very difficult to stop. But how within the community, within societies, it continues uh, and people, it's there available for people to smoke. I mean, how much do you within your organisation at the Canadian Hospital or for you as a doctor, you've been practising here for eight years and in other places in the world, do you work with um, politicians or governments or uh, people that are uh, authorities, you know, your councils, if you like, in trying to combat something that is so bad for the rate uh, for the for the population for their health mm-hmm. yeah that's true honestly that uh, to quit smoking they need uh, social and family and governmental support they need support for, from all over the community this support come by uh, encouraging them to stop the smoking and getting away all uh, source of smoking uh, uh, in, uh, establishing rules for uh, uh, banning the smoking inside the closed places and institutions. Um, our job as a doctor it is very important to remind and insist for every patient, every single smoker, about and remind them about the risk of smoking and the ways of quitting smoking and gu- guide them to the proper pathway. Just on the news wires in the last few hours, public smoking in China's capital, Beijing, is now banned after the introduction of a new law. Now, China has over 300 million smokers and more than a million Chinese die from smoking-related illnesses every year. Smoking bans already exist in China, but have largely failed to crack down on the habit. Uh, These tougher regulations, enforced by thousands of inspectors, ban lighting up in restaurants, offices and on public transport in Beijing. On the first day of the ban, a hotspot restaurant in Beijing became the first venue to receive an official warning. Inspectors found cigarette butts inside the restaurant, which had also failed to promote a smoking complaint hotline. Uh, So smoking in China often seems like a a national pastime. It's almost part of their culture, it seems. Uh, More than half of men smoke, it's seen by many as a masculine trait. Women, in contrast, rarely smoke. Uh, A common greeting among men is to offer a cigarette. The more expensive, the better. A carton of cigarettes also remains a popular gift in China. So anti-tobacco campaigners say many smokers are simply unaware of the health health risks of their habit. They accuse the authorities of being addicted to the tax revenues generated by cigarette sales and therefore not warning smokers about the dangers. Now this is according to a BBC report and uh, we've got a little clip here hearing from some people in Beijing in China and how they feel about the smoking ban. The thing is, there's been smoking bans before, but they haven't worked. And what's surprising about China is the way that people just break the rules. If they want a cigarette, then they just pull them out, light them up and smoke away. But the authorities say that this time round is going to be different. And if you do smoke in a public place, then you face a heavy fine. 
I think the ban would be hard to enforce in China. There are simply too many smokers. If you really want to ban smoking, then you should shut down the cigarette factories. If they ban smoking, then I'm not coming to Beijing. Smoking in public places harms everyone. I think the ban can work, but everyone needs to be on board. So listening there to a report from the BBC and the recent, just in the last uh, 24 hours, a ban in Beijing, in China, and the capital Beijing on smoking. Talking to Dr. Ahmed Fakhari Alamari, who's the non-invasive cardiologist at the Canadian Hospital, taking your questions on smoking, on tobacco, how that's impacting your health. It was no tobacco day just days ago, and uh, the World Health Organization really encouraging around the world people to take on board the negative effects of smoking on one's health and we were just hearing there about Beijing and China uh, the ban uh, there's been a bans before but that's just been ignored so there's been more um, credence put on to fining people and organizations for smoking so as the good doctor has already explained we know how bad smoking is for our health so what can we do about this why is it so are they so easily available perhaps uh, Dawn's text in to say you know we can still smoke in certain bars here when I thought that there had been a ban. So we need more help in enforcing these rules. Um, Somebody else uh, is also saying that you know, when it comes to smoking, my parents have been a smoker for 50 plus years. This person's saying it would be good to restrict cigarette sales to those who take a permit like you do with spirits. Uh, so you can only purchase if um, in certain chains if you have a certain permit. At the moment, every petrol station, grocery store sells cigarettes to anyone. Um, just looking at that story in China and the World, the World Health Organization has welcomed the new tougher regulations. So, Doctor, when it comes to how uh, smoking and tobacco can uh, impact our health, you mentioned before that uh, that you can see, we know that cancer is linked to smoking, lung cancer. Uh, it can affect our heart. It can affect our respiratory system. But you mentioned bladder cancer. And one of our listeners is texting to say, why the link between smoking and the bladder? Uh, if we understand that uh, smoking affects our immunity it impaired our immunity there is something in the body that we call it oxygen radicals that help the to improve the metabolism of the body and uh, uh, all the metabolic process the, the smoking break all these oxygen radicals and make the body less immune and more liable to be invaded by the nicotine material that will be the, that the blood will be filled with these materials and they found in the researches unfortunately the bladder and the kidney is one of the most frequent uh, victims I want to talk about passive smoking as well and how even if you're not a smoker, you could be affected by smoke around you. And one of our listeners has texted in saying, you know, we had uh, shisha smoking neighbours and had to literally barricade the house three times a week to avoid the smell. Um, But then we need to consider uh, when it comes to being social or socialising, is it unacceptable to stop people doing what they want to do in their own garden? Now, it's an interesting point that you've made there in that 
are they considering you and have you got the right to be passing judgment or wanting them to stop what they're doing within the confines of their own home or in their own garden and I have a story here from the UK um, this is a recent story as well and again when you're looking at the effects of passive smoking a toddler two years of age has been taken away from his parents and put up for adoption after health visitors complained about the amount of cigarette smoke in his home now there's a lot more to this story it's a bit of a headline to grab your attention and it certainly grabbed my attention and it's certainly true in that this child was living in a smoke-filled ha- home where they were chain-smoking and smoking a lot. And, of course, there's a whole other issue here about, you know, whether you agree with a child being taken mm, away from their mm, family mm. home. But that's not what we're talking about today. We're talking about the effects if you are a smoker and smoking in front of your child, and in this case, a toddler of two years of age, how could that impact that toddler or anybody if you are in close proximity to a smoker? Yeah, really, Suzanne, this is an important subject. Uh, I think everybody not realizing how they are ha- harming others if they are smoking. If uh, we are smoking a cigarette in a closed room, that means the people who are sharing us this room, they will smoke one-third cigarette with each one. So a third of that cigarette you're yeah. smoking as well. If I smoke nine cigarettes, that means he will cig- uh, take three cigarettes. So day by day, year by year, this uh, child will suffer more and more, and they found clear evidence that these children are liable to have uh, asthma, uh, childhood asthma, and they will suffer, uh, suffer for all their life with respiratory problems, chest infections, only because their parents were a smoker. And again, that means that you're susceptible to those diseases as well uh, if you're taking like a third of what is being smoked around you, if it's in the family home Mm -hmm. and it's that consistent. Uh, so that's something to really consider. What about, and I've heard this before, if you grow up in a, with parents that are smokers, there's a very high chance that that child or that young person will become a smoker too. Yeah. Because uh, this child will imitate the behavior of his parent and trying to uh, smoke and they will start so early. And this is one side. From other side, they, you know, there are lighter matches all over the house and they will use it and there will be high chance for uh, fire in that house. Well, the World Health Organization campaigns and 31st of May 2013 was World No Tobacco Day. And this time the campaign is to stop illicit trade of tobacco products, uh, highlighting the health risk associated with tobacco and really highlighting this year the scale of the problem when it comes to the illicit tobacco market, accounting for as much as one in every 10 cigarettes consumed globally, according to studies including information supplied by the Global Customs Community. The European Commission estimates that illicit trade in cigarettes costs the EU and their member states over 10 billion euros annually in lost tax and customs revenue. Uh, Goals of the WNTD 2015 campaign raise awareness on the harm to people's health caused by the illicit trade in tobacco products, especially the youth and low-income groups, due to the increased accessibility and affordability of these products due to their lower costs. Uh, Show how healthcare gains and programmes tobacco control 
control policies like increased tax and prices, um, pictorial health warnings and other measures are undermined by the illicit trade in tobacco products. Demonstrate how the tobacco industry has been involved in the illicit trade of tobacco products and highlight how the illicit trade of tobacco products is a means of amassing great wealth for criminal groups to finance other organised practices. So this is all under the World Health Organization campaign uh, to raise awareness on tobacco and what's happening globally, as well as always highlighting how it can impact your health negatively. So the cost of cigarettes here in the UAE, do you think that's a fair price? Do you think they should be more expensive? Do you think it's fine as they are? Do you think one person has the right to comment or even influence how somebody else wants to live their life when it comes to smoking? It's an interesting debate, isn't it? There's a lot to it. So I'd like to hear your thoughts on it on 4001. Now, messages coming in, Doctor. Uh, One person here saying, what about uh, smoking cigarettes and the pipe? So, you know, the local pipe, the Arabic pipe, shisha, uh, does it make a difference? One person here saying, my husband quit smoking cigarettes but started smoking the pipe. Uh, is this less harmful? Is it less addictive? Yeah, so then I, I believe the people have to understand that all categories of smoking, shisha, cigarettes, pipes, cigar, all of them are harmful to, to our body. There is no much difference at all. The investigation and researches show it will harm the body sooner or later. So we need to quit smoking simply to make the decision and make our mind to decide, let's quit smoking, please. (laughs) (laughs) So on that note, uh, it's easier said than done for many. And if you are a smoker wanting to give up, let us know on 4001. I tell you what, if you're a smoker and actually you don't want to give up, tell us as well. I want to hear from you too. And also, if you're somebody that has given up, how did you do it? Let us know on 4001. Let's have a listen here to some people, you might recognise a few voices, on their thoughts when it comes to smoking and quitting. I was a smoker. It was very hard to quit, but it was a mindset. I woke up one morning and said, I don't want to do this anymore, and I just stopped doing it, and I haven't smoked since. For someone who fails quitting, what advice can you give them? Just pick yourself up and keep trying until you get it right. There's nothing else you can really do. Were you a smoker? And if yes, how did you quit? I was a smoker, yes. I smoked about 25 cigarettes a day for about three years straight. How I quit was basically, this is weird, I started cutting cigarettes manually. I kept the number the same, but I kept cutting cigarettes with a pair of scissors. So it slowly reduced my need for nicotine. It took me about six or seven months to completely give it up. Any advice for someone who's listening as to how to quit smoking? Uh, you got to try what works for you. Try every possible way. Quit cold turkey if you can or research ways of quitting because everyone's body is different. Whichever works for you, you just got to stick to it. I'm smoking. I stopped smoking like a year ago. I stopped for one year. And then I got I got stressed when I arrived here in in Dubai, thinking about thinking about my kids back home, finding a job. That's so stressful to me. That that's why I went back to, uh, to smoking. I always planned to uh, stop smoking, but didn't happen. Never happened. But hopefully by next year. Well, how are you going to do that? Well, it's a matter of discipline and setting your goals, setting up your mind, and you know, exercise, dieting. I think that would help. Uh, I am a smoker and I have tried to quit and it lasted maybe three months. Thing happened, had one, 
wasn't alright, had a lot more afterwards. Why can't you quit? Why do you think you can't quit? I don't know, I really want to, I know it's bad for me um, and it makes me feel terrible. It's the addiction of the nicotine, the need for it. I don't know, it's bizarre. I know someone who was a smoker and they actually the reason for quitting smoking was uh, getting married. So they went off and got married and when they came back, literally like in a week's time, he quit cold turkey and stopped smoking from then on. And he was just like chewing on uh, nuts and chewing gum and stuff like that and he quit from that day onwards. That was it. Yes, I was a smoker for quite a number of years and I hated it actually. And what made me quit is my, my best friend's mother. She's a smoker to this day. She's been smoking for 40 years and her skin is just so awfully, awfully wrinkled and gray and she looks so old. I looked at her one, one evening when she came to visit and I just thought, no, I don't want to be her in, in 20 years down the line. So I quit. Cold turkey. Just like that. Marking a world no tobacco day uh, that was uh, marked on Sunday, this uh, just past Sunday, uh, drawing attention to the negative effects of tobacco and smoking. Uh, the World Health Organization is behind this, campaigning tirelessly throughout the year to raise awareness on the negative impacts on our health. And uh, I have Dr. Ahmed Fakheri, who's Alamari, who's the non-invasive cardiologist at Canadian Hospital, talking on this topic and taking your questions on 4001. Uh, economics may come into play and uh, getting support from uh, local authorities and interesting to see that the Ashwak uh, supermarket here in the UAE, they have their Green Heart campaign to spread benefits of quitting smoking, uh, intensifying efforts to encourage smokers to switch to a healthier lifestyle. Ashwak has collaborated with the Dubai Health Authority and Bensina Pharmacy to launch the Green Heart campaign, which will run until the 3rd of June to mark the world no tobacco day. Uh, interesting to note that since 2008 Ashwak have refused to sell cigarettes at any of its outlets. Um, and Doctor, if we look at our messages coming in and uh, one from Pete, he says I was a smoker, I had a heart attack and, and have quit since and it feels great. And uh, this is your specialist area as a cardiologist, how uh, if you're a long-term smoker, it could really have a, a, an effect on the health of your heart. Yes, uh, Pete, uh, I feel that uh, with ongoing smoking, your uh, risk of heart attack in the future will be higher and uh, much higher. Uh, I, I believe you, will, you are able to quit smoking if you are guided by proper guidance with proper medication if you need and if you have the wellness from inside and the power to say yes it is the time to quit smoking uh, set your date and decide when to quit smoking and let's do it to save your heart from further heart attack in the future which lose your muscle from the heart and make it weaker and you will end with failing heart what about the harmful effects of uh, tobacco chewing products you know some people prefer to do that but also some people when they're trying to come off cigarettes will go to other things so chewing gum or tobacco chewing products I, I prefer the uh, chewing gum or uh, spray or uh, or uh, there are there are some like patches this with uh, measured uh, dose that we can give it to the smoker 
and we can scale it and we can titrate it slowly, slowly with time that the patient can use it and uh, we can uh, taper down the dose over, over four to eight weeks. But with this time, he can, uh, this will reduce the uh, uh, features of a craving, uh, smoking, or anxiety, or uh, nervousness. Alison's saying a friend of hers told her that her grandmother's doctor told her to stop smoking as her lungs were black. She said she'd never smoked. And after more investigation, the doctor said it was because of the scent but, you know, the scented powder burnt locally here as perfume for the house and clothes, uh, that was what had damaged her lungs. Is that possible? Having never smoked, just inhaling from the scented perfume in the house? Yeah, this is the same effect of passive smoking. It is uh, inhaling these chemicals that might destroy uh, the tissue or the cells inside the lungs. Uh, especially the lining of the lungs that give us protection from uh, external chemicals, uh, dust, and these things. Uh, the lining of the lung, are, these cells, are very important in protecting our body from uh, foreign materials, especially the chemicals that may cause uh, fibrosis uh, and decrease the capacity of our lung. Can you reverse the effects of smoking? If you've been a long-term smoker and you give up, can, it, can, you, can you reverse the damage to the lungs? It is never too late to quit smoking. Believe me, your uh, heart rate will reduce after uh, 48 hours. Your blood pressure after two weeks will be normalized. And the risk of heart attack will be half after one year and uh, return to normal after five years. While CA uh, risk, the cancer, sorry, the cancer risk is normalized like normal people after 15 years. So we have the ability to quit smoking and to, be, to prevent further problems in the future. Uh, and regarding the lung problems, the lung capacity will return to normal after uh, five years. Uh, somebody here is saying, I'm an ex-smoker and until you stop smoking, you'll not realise how disgusting the habit is. If you want to stop, just stop. No excuses and uh, and all, all smokers, this is what this listener is saying, really do stink. I started training for a marathon the day I stopped smoking and not many old smokers around. They've either all seen the light or they've died. So that's one of our listeners' thoughts on that as an ex-smoker. Um, someone here, it was interesting from hearing the voices and about giving up and the person that said I was smoking 25 cigarettes a day and I used to cut them cut them in half and that's how I weaned myself off and stopped smoking somebody here is saying I soaked them in water I used to smoke seven packs daily I bought full bundles always and I soaked them in water and that's how I quit smoking and somebody else says I'm using the holy month of Ramadan as my reason to quit smoking and take that opportunity Thank you so much for your time today, Doctor, and for all the messages on this. And we will continue the conversation and the discussion when it comes to smoking, quitting, and how it impacts our health, either as a smoker or as a passive smoker. Those conversations will always continue, I'm sure. It's a very, uh, uh, it's a passionate topic. People yeah, feel very yeah, strongly yeah. about yeah. it. But for now, thank you very much to Dr. Ahmad Fakiri. I'll 
Thamari, uh, non-invasive cardiologist at the Canadian Hospital. And we've posted Th- up thank your... Thank you very much, Suzanne. Thank you for inviting me. You're so welcome. And we've posted up your details on our website for people to connect with you further.